0: it's your show rachel
1: this week we discuss the story of a guy who gets caught up in mayhem trying to retire from his marijuana business and guy ritchie's the gentleman i'm rachel
2: (laughs) i'm matt
0: (laughs) and i'm chad
1: and you're listening to episode 84 of we used to talk about this at work
0: So, um, yeah, how does it feel to be really in that that first trailer, Rachel?
1: Um, it's a little strange. I'm used to hearing you guys do the intros. So,
0: I mean, we're giving you the full package here of, you know, this is your 11th appearance. You know, you got your little card. You got your little stamp. Um, the next person across that threshold will not get such service because it's just going to be like diminishing returns
1: okay so what does the next person get
0: i mean no they still get to pick the movie but they may not get to do the intro
1: oh so i'm like maybe possibly the lucky only one to do it
0: and i was feeling lazy because i didn't really feel like writing anything (laughs) (laughs) it's a smart way to play it (laughs) thank you thank you so much thank you so uh rachel what you been up to lady it's been a, it's, I want. I want to say. I almost said it's been a minute, but that would be a fucking lie because you were on the show last week.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's. Yeah. I guess I was. It doesn't feel like it's been. Feels like it's been longer. But. Well,
0: in, in reality, it has, but not for the listeners. That's true. We recorded that episode like two and a half weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's true. Okay. I was thinking it had been longer. It felt longer.
0: Yes, we get we okay. can't break the illusion that it right. just broke. <laughs> we don't edit that out though.
1: <laughs> no, we won't. <laughs> 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 All
0: right. So what, what's been going on, Rachel? How you been? Um
1: well November was diabetes awareness month. So I wore my blue on Fridays in World Diabetes Day.
0: So have we actually talked about this on the show that you have diabetes?
1: I don't know.
0: Well, what about your journey through that do you feel comfortable talking about?
1: I'm pretty comfortable talking about any of it.
0: So can you tell us about when you were diagnosed with diabetes and which one you have?
1: Yeah. So I was diagnosed with type 1 which is when your body attacks the insulin producing cells and then your body no longer makes insulin. So you have to take insulin um, with shots or with an insulin pump, or now they have inhaled insulin. Really? So I have, yeah, they have inhaled insulin now. It's kind of crazy. I I,
2: like an inhaler. So
1: yeah, they keep coming out with new technology. It's really cool that's
0: interesting like i would be afraid that i didn't like do the inhaler right and i didn't get the proper amount of insulin me personally
1: i mean i guess they've done enough studies that they know how it works and they can teach you how to do it like Mm. i mean i had to learn how to take shots and how to put my pump in so i guess it's the same concept Mm. makes sense um but yeah i was i was diagnosed when i was 17 and a half and I was getting really bad stomach aches from high blood sugars. And um we think we caught it pretty early. But um yeah, as soon as I got the insulin in my system, I was feeling better. So that's that's definitely what was wrong with me.
0: Wow. So okay. So you've lived with it for a fair amount of time.
1: Yep. Yep for about 13 and a half years
0: and what is the significance of blue
1: um that's the color of like the ribbons and the the awareness stuff um i'm not sure why they picked the color blue Hmm. but that's that's the color
2: you don't hear a lot about diabetes awareness month you hear about diabetes but you don't um like it's not a uh it's not as big as like uh was it breast cancer? Breast cancer awareness yeah. or something like that. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, cuz I didn't even know they had their own month.
1: Yeah, um I mean I don't even know when I learned about it because I didn't know about it when I was first diagnosed either. Like I've been learning a lot since I was diagnosed. So, mm-hmm.
0: I mean, it it's more personal now right. than before. So like before you're like, "Oh yeah, that's a thing, but" how much do you care you know
1: right Right. and like a lot of times people know that there's different types but you don't know the differences and things like that so
2: yeah yeah because I always remember the second one is the one you if you take the right choices and do the right thing you can get rid of it right
1: sometimes it it depends on the situation and the person like it's really individual to the person um, so, you know, some, some people can be diagnosed with prediabetes and then with lifestyle changes that kind of goes away. Um, mm-hmm. but then it could come back later on in life with, you know, cause age is a factor. Like there are a lot of different factors with type two. So, um, it just kind of depends.
2: Mm, okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But if you guys have any other questions, I'm here for you.
3: Appreciate you, Rachel. I appreciate you sharing that.
1: Yeah.
0: So what else has been going on?
1: Well, um, my mom got me a bookcase for Hanukkah, um, which I was really excited about. But also it came with a little bit of like, all right, she wants me to bring more stuff. From my parents' house over to my apartment, so because um, she's been trying to clear stuff out and get me and my brother to clear stuff out of the house and take stuff with us, so that she has more room. And they're doing renovations on their house um, coming up soon, so she's gonna have to move like a bunch of stuff from the area that's getting renovated into like our well respective former rooms. So no. she
0: keeps that shit preserved and shit. Like you still have your I'm trying to think let me think your age range. So she, you still got your um, Paramore posters on the wall. I almost said <laughs> Blink 182, but that's a little you're a little younger. You're a little too young for that.
1: Uh, no, I don't have any more. Any Paramore posters, but um, it's it changed some like our rooms have changed some, but a lot of the stuff is the same. So
2: so it's no next time she's probably gonna get you like like forcing you to get your stuff. Right, so you know what? Guess what we got you? We got you a shed. So
1: uh <laughs> right? a storage <laughs> unit. Yeah, <Happy> Hanukkah. Right. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah, that's right, Hanukkah. So um yeah, that's a really early Hanukkah gift.
1: It is, and um I mean I I like I said I think there was like a little bit of ulterior motives which not that I don't appreciate the bookcase and didn't want it because I did
0: just a little bit of but ulterior she,
1: she wanted me to yeah just a little bit
0: and she wanted you to get this <laughs> shit out her goddamn house right? yes yeah
1: pretty much so um so I you know went through some stuff this weekend and I brought some more books over and I'm working my way through it. Um, do you, are your parents like that? Do you guys still have stuff at your parents' places?
3: Yes. N- no. You don't? No.
1: Your stuff's all out, Matt?
3: Yes.
0: Matt, I I I feel like I need to call shenanigans. Why? Where what? is your where's your car?
2: Oh. Well, actually, okay, that's at my sister's house.
0: <laughs> it wasn't when it wasn't me when, when I was hanging out with you when you came
2: home. Right. Well, that's how it was right now it's at my sister's house. but yeah, so I guess the only thing I have at my parents' house is uh my car. Yeah, I don't think I have anything at their house.:
1: You don't think
2: <clears throat> No, nah, because I'm like even I had yeah. I mean, I've been gone for away from my parents for
0: three, four, four three years, right? Oh, oh, you, you I'm sorry. You don't mean out the country. You mean as a like home. I've
2: been like, yeah, since the Navy, I've been gone and there was nothing in their house before then. And then, um, yeah, I probably have nothing, maybe some pictures, but besides that, yeah, I have no like books or stuff like that and plus we uh moved a lot and everything else like that so we wasn't like you know one house where you know i was here when i was 11 or 12 and we grew up in this one house we moved multiple times so yeah i don't think i have anything
0: yeah i got all sorts of shit at my grandmother's house so what you gonna pick that up um i will
3: eventually
0: at some point in my life i will. Yeah. It's, hey man, that's free storage, all right.
2: Right. <laughs> and I always give you an excuse to come over.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm over there a lot. But yeah. Um so with Hanukkah, like you guys have any Hanukkah plans?
1: Not really. I mean, um, sometimes we light the candles together or like so zoom in candles. But... Oh zoom. What the heck?
0: You better get in that car, Rachel.
1: I mean, maybe it's it's not Hanukkah's oh. not that big of a deal. Like, it, it oh. gets lumped in with it gets lumped in with Christmas, but it's like it's it's a low key holiday for us. So
0: that's y'all Christmas, all right. Show some respect. The Rugrats made a whole special about why that's that that's important. Okay, we watched it last <laughs> year, and it was a fucking mess.
1: But it's it's not it's not like. Like the, the gifts came on with Christmas. Like the, the, like there are more important holidays in the Jewish calendar than Hanukkah.
2: Name? Can you name one?
1: Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, Passover.
2: Is that one or That's three? Three. That's three. three. <laughs> oh, I've, I've heard of Passover. The first two I'd, I'd ever heard of.
1: Yeah, Yom Kippur and Rosh Hashanah are like the high holidays. Rosh Hashanah is the Jewish New Year, and Yom Kippur is like the Day of Atonement. So looking back on the past year, um, making amends and trying to do better the coming year.
2: Okay. Yeah, Japan has something like that where... It's more of like uh what do they call it? Um Bonenkai. It's like a party you get together with like either your family or coworkers at the end of the year and you know, you basically what they say like forget the forget the year, you know, that's done. Relax before you start the new year and with all the your new hopes and dreams of the year of the new year. Yeah.
1: Cool. Yeah, I think um a couple different cultures have festival of lights holidays and like n- like new year, end of year, beginning of year stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and speaking of festivities, um we kind of had this work party like a week or two ago.
0: Was it at and work we- or outside?
1: It was at work.
0: God, that was oh. that's that's lame. Like when they had those off site <laughs> ones and shit where things get a little weird. Or like um you bring a date and then they're like, Oh, wait, wait. wait you
1: wait. have a life outside of work.
0: <laughs> and they're like, wait, 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 wait. You aren't straight, not you. But I'm just <laughs> like, you know. <laughs>
3: yeah. I just
2: put I just put that on at work. which. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is my true life.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> so how'd your work party go? Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Oh, what's it for Thanksgiving or Christmas? Well,
1: the I holidays. Mean, I guess it was for Thanksgiving if you had to pick one. I don't really know. Like, It was just a general like food and get-together and maybe it was like end of our fiscal year or something This it Um,
0: sounds like a standard issue potluck rachel
1: it kind of was except for it was like for a whole department and we don't get together as a whole department a lot it's usually like smaller stuff (laughs) so um yeah and they had everyone go around and do an icebreaker Mm. which is kind of like like, what do you guys say when they they did share a fun fact about you? I always hate that one.
0: um, fun fact. I co-host the podcast.
1: oh, there you go, yeah,
0: yeah rachel it's it's not hard, okay? Just get a podcast, then you're <laughs> interesting,
2: like instantly <laughs> I remember well. When- Outside, when I got out the Navy, I applied for uh, to work at the casino, Ooh. and I got an interview. And they interviewed you together with like thirteen people. So we're all in this big room.
0: What's this? Uh, what's this Hollywood?
2: Mm. Maristar Hollywood, one of those. Oh,
0: the okay. yeah, the one, the one next to the to the one on the same property as the concert hall. Yeah because i I interviewed i interviewed there too
2: yeah so like we interviewed like it's all of us together like you know random people showing up you don't know these people are and like they're just doing these type of icebreaker stuff to where name something or something interesting or and we had to play like these team building games and stuff like that and then um basically and then like not eliminate us but then they were like um Cause it's like three judges or three, not judges. It's not a talent yeah, show, but uh, it, well, yeah, it kind of is right. Because then like at the end, they're like, all right, we have, say there was 15 of us. They'd be like, all right, we got eight positions. So then at the end, they'd be like, all right, if we call your name, then um, you have to leave. <laughs> and then those eight people will whatever, whatever. So like, of course it's easy for me. I would be like, Oh, I was in the Navy. I was stationed in Japan and you know, serving like
0: my stuff. country,
2: country, putting my life on the line just to come back and work at a casino, you know. So it always <laughs> helps. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But you guys it's have
1: easy ones. I mean, I kind of have some go tos. You but...
0: have diabetes.
1: I would not share that as a fun fact about me. Oh, wait. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You just
0: we are doing a fun fact. I'm sorry. That's not a fun fact. That is that is just a oh, fact.
1: Not fact. really.
2: It's not that much fun. Right. And they're gonna be like, oh. Or somebody else might be like, wait, I have diabetes too.
0: But but it hasn't been fun.
1: Yeah, it's not fun. Right.
0: Um, uh, well, Rachel, um, you're really into movies. You're you're a movie buff.
1: <laughs> I could say that. I oh wait what
0: lame shit did you say
1: (laughs) i said that i was a twin
0: oh yeah i always forget about that
1: yeah and then i said that i had been to almost all 50 states wait what yeah i've been to 44 out of 50
0: what's the six
1: um alaska wyoming vermont delaware
0: Oh, the lame ass states.
1: Um,
0: sorry, I, listeners in those states.
1: I was thinking of, but I
2: was thinking the same thing. I was like, Oh, you don't need to be going to those places anyway,
3: right?
1: <laughs> Oregon. I'm missing Oregon, and I'm missing one more that I can't remember. Mm.
0: <laughs> so, you've been to Alabama.
1: I've been to Alabama.
0: Interesting, Nebraska. Nebraska,
1: yeah, I lived in Nebraska. Mm.
0: Oh, no, I was like, What? But no, I knew that.
1: yeah
0: (laughs) interesting 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 Rachel
1: yeah and the one thing I learned recently was interesting about me which I didn't think was interesting was um I can write upside down and backwards
3: I don't follow
1: so I can write upside down like I can write so that it's upside down for me, but it's right side up for someone facing me.
2: Oh, that's or cool. I oh, backwards. I thought you meant you upside down. <laughs> right. Me too. Me yeah. too.
1: <laughs> or I can write backwards as in like going from right to left instead of left to right.
0: And how did you know that you could do that?
1: I just, I, well, okay. So the writing upside down came from passing notes in class. It was easier to just, like, turn oh, around and write.
0: You you were a bad kid, Rachel?
1: Sometimes.
3: <laughs>
1: and interesting. Then I, don't, I don't know how I learned that I could write backwards. I think I just randomly did it sometimes. And I didn't think it was that interesting. But one of my friends from Nebraska actually was like, you can do that? That's super cool. And I was like, really? Because I didn't think it was that big of a deal.
0: Wait, what? Wait, I think somebody knocked at the door. Hold up. Or oh. maybe I'm going to be killed. Hold up.
1: Oh, no. Hopefully not.
2: Maybe it's the police. Don't answer it. They need a warrant.
1: Well, we'll see what happens when he opens the door, I guess.
3: Was it someone else's apartment?
0: I or maybe something fell. I don't know. Mm. That was weird.
1: Well, we're glad you're still alive.
0: Me too. I can't die on air. I mean, yes. It might give us a small boost, but not big enough
2: to what we want. Right. And then I I'm not, I'm not trying to do this show without you. That's more work.
0: I didn't want to say that, but um my death would be the death of this podcast and I can't have that.
2: Or if not it would not be every weekly. It's gonna be like when's that like new episode? Uh, three months. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, have you been watching anything, Rachel?
1: Yeah, so I've started a couple TV shows and I watched a movie. They're all on Hulu. Um, so Flashman in Trouble, um, I watched on Hulu, which is based on a book. I didn't even know that. But it's about this guy going through a divorce with his wife, and his wife decides that she needs to go on this yoga retreat and kind of disappears. And they have two kids. And so he's left to kind of deal with like her not being around to take the kids. And he's got work, and
0: he's um, also out here trying to fuck.
1: Yes, it interrupts his. Dating (laughs) scene a lot. Um, Is he on?
0: Is he on Tinder?
1: I don't know what app he's on, but he was having a great summer. Of
0: Uh, he was having hot boy summer.
1: Yeah, he was having (laughs) hot boy summer before (laughs) he left, and you know.
0: That's the dream we've all. We've all been there, right, Matt? You ain't (laughs) lying.
1: So yeah, it's been um interesting. It's been like, I think the realist to life show that I've been watching, you know, other stuff has been like funny or like, you know, in a different world, but this feels like very much in the real world and like about a real, a real person and a real story kind of thing.
0: So it feels mm-hmm. depressing as fuck.
1: A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Um I mean some parts are there is a little bit of comic relief but um but
0: you would prefer it stick to the hot boy summer parts and less of the <laughs> shit I have to be a parent now.
1: I mean I think he would prefer that too the main character for sure. We
0: we all would prefer that Rachel.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and then I watched or I started watching Welcome to the Chippendales which has been interesting so it's like based on the story of how the chippendales started out
0: is it getting um, your blood flowing
1: um i mean not really <laughs> <laughs> but i'm waiting for it to
0: like are, are they not doing like dancing
1: they they are but that's not like the main part of it There's a lot of behind the scenes stuff. And then also it's it started, you know, back in the. Was it like the 70s or 80s? So they kind of have crazy hair and like. They're they're not they're not the Chippendales that we would think of now yet.
0: I got you. So it's not hot. It's not hot for you because you don't like that, that old man shit. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. So you need modern Chip I got you.
1: I mean, I don't, I don't know. I guess we'll see what happens as the show progresses. I'll so
0: you saying it. you saying you don't want me to like you? <laughs> you want me to sponsor a trip to to Vegas so you can see see the current Chip
1: <laughs> Yes, podcast field trip.
0: Oh wait, yes. <laughs> wait, well, I wasn't expecting <laughs> you to be like yes. I won't, wait. How far do they go?
1: I I don't know.
0: Did, are you familiar, Matt?
2: No, but I am looking it up, though. All right,
0: <laughs> Matt's always good for that research and shit.
2: Oh, well, they formed Damn. in seventy nine.
1: There we go. Okay.
2: okay. This does get dark. This yeah, does it get does. Dark.
1: It is.
2: And murder for hire and some other stuff gets involved.
1: Yeah, there's wow. some serious drama behind the scenes.
0: I don't like it when when I can tell people are being fake. Mhm. And so like it feels like that energy at the strip club.
2: I mean, they're doing that everywhere though.
0: Yeah, 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 but it's like it's more so i feel like at like a hooters like i went there and the woman was like oh i really like your glasses and I'm like okay thank you
2: maybe she really likes your glasses <laughs> it just did it just,
0: it just it just it just felt too artificial man
2: <laughs> so if you went to applebee's and they were like hey i really like your glasses would well, you felt the same way i'd be like yeah
0: you just trying to get a goddamn bigger tip on this no. food that y'all <laughs> microwave in the back <laughs>
2: Well <laughs> yeah, I feel like any kind of like in the service industry. I guess maybe if you had like an older woman, like a grandma, and they were nice to you, I feel like she's being nice to you because she's yeah, that an older feels, woman.
0: That feels genuine, genuine, even though it's probably not.
2: Right. But I just feel like anybody else, you know, they're just being nice because that's part of the job or whatever, like that, to get a tip or get whatever it is. But I think if like an older grandma was like, hey. Baby, I like your glasses. You'd be like, like, "Thank thank you, you. thank you, Grandma, ma'am." Yeah,
0: (laughs) but no, that's funny you said it because it's like I was having a similar conversation. Like, um, I bought something off a Facebook Marketplace, and it was from like an older woman. And I was I was talking to somebody about it, and they were like, "You're just gonna go to her house?" And I'm like, "She gave me her address." It's some old lady. Like, I feel more comfortable around an older person than a younger person. Uh-huh. and like
1: specifically uh, in that situation or in general
0: oh no like i would have sex with her if that's what you're asking
1: uh, that's not what i was asking but okay <laughs>
0: <laughs> no it's like in that kind of scenario where it's like oh yeah this is facebook marketplace like okay i feel comfortable like this old lady gave me her address i don't feel like i'm going to get rolled
1: Gotcha.
2: oh yeah yeah
0: yeah
1: but you never know if someone else is gonna be there.
0: That is true. That is true. But I still feel
2: safe. I uh,
3: agree. Yeah.
2: Why would this why, why why was a sweet old lady try to rob me?
0: Right. She's a career criminal. <laughs> <laughs> uh you watch anything else, Rachel?
1: Um, so I watched this movie today called alone together on hulu and it was like a pandemic romance
0: is uh chechu or edgifor in this
1: no it was it was some it was somebody else um oh what's his name i'm blanking on his name it was katie holmes um oh jim Jim sturgis and who
0: was the guy who played her boyfriend? Derek Luke. Yeah. Oh, I remember this trailer. I find it funny that um nowadays in these rom-coms, like they're like, oh yeah, we're being progressive. They'll start off in an interracial relationship, and then by the end of it, they're with somebody of the same race. Mm.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Like this is the wrong order here, guys. Yeah. But yeah, yeah um, for those that don't know, Derek Luke was Antoine Fisher in the movie Antoine Fisher. Okay. Uh, no one cares. I'm sorry. Even the listeners don't care. I'm sorry. Please continue, Rachel.
1: Yeah. So, um, it starts off where she's in this relationship with this guy, and they book an Airbnb to stay in to get away from New York City because the city's shutting down. It's not safe um you know the pandemic spreading like this happened early on like spring of the pandemic and then she goes to the airbnb he says he's worried about his parents and stays behind and then someone else is there and had booked the bnb too jim sturgis's character so then they stay together in the airbnb yeah.
2: That, yeah. just didn't. like just just like barbaria
0: that and also there was a movie on Netflix that did that um yeah like um, why are people using this fucking why are they quickly making that uh tired trope
1: right i don't
2: know cuz 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 that's the new thing these young kids they can relate to Airbnb Airbnbs and they can relate to uh-oh there was a mix up we have to stay here together
0: and
1: and yeah, romance
0: ensues
1: oh sorry i was gonna say i don't know anyone who would settle for like staying at an airbnb with a stranger though
0: well a woman like a dude would be like hell yeah but a woman would be like um just like in barbarian where she was like i'm keeping this door locked because i don't know you sir right yeah uh, so I just looked, and Derek Luke and Katie Holmes also played a car- uh, a couple in a movie that came out in 2003 called Pieces of April, which, funny enough, is a Thanksgiving movie. Uh. So I wonder if this is a spiritual sequel where they break up when she comes to her senses and gets with a white man. Mm. A, a, a continuation story. I like that yeah yeah, you know she, she she was confused 20 years ago but you know <laughs> right. she's on right. track. <laughs> there would be no interracial relationships here all right so i, I assume her boyfriend Derek Lucas is an asshole that's why she decides to get with a white man
1: kind of i think there's issues on both sides Um, and honestly, I thought they could have gone way farther with the plot and the, and the, cause the pandemic did exacerbate like relationship issues with people who are in relationships and like, (laughs) why are you laughing at me?
2: I've heard of that. I've
1: heard that happening to people. I've heard
0: that happen to people, too. I don't know if you've heard that happening to people, Rachel, but I've heard. Actually... I've
1: definitely heard of that happening to people, yes. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, so I I think they could have gone farther with it. It was more like communication was not good in the first place, and it just kept going on like that. It wasn't like... The pandemic really made anything worse. It was more like she met a guy who she was happier with. And so that, like, but then it was weird because she kind of said, We need some space after she met, you know, Jim Sturgis's character, right?
3: Mm-hmm. So
1: her boyfriend. And then he comes to the Airbnb after. His dad dies i'm just going full on with the spoilers here yeah and yeah. um and he wanted to see her and he's like what's this other guy doing here no, at she's no like, point I was she me like message
0: at no point was she like i'm living with a dude in this house right That's
1: and funny. um and then oh where was i going with this but yeah but then she's like Oh, his dad just died. I can't tell him to leave. So the other guy leaves, even though she's way happier with him. And she was essentially trying to, like, not be with her boyfriend. So then they're a thing again. And then later on, he's like, I don't think we're good for each other right now. And then they both leave, go back to the city. And then, you know, in the end, she finds Jim Sturgis's character, and they get back together. So it's like a really weird trajectory plot. Mm-hmm, uh-huh, um, uh-huh. Weird. And they they did a little bit of showing how the pandemic affected people, but I thought they could have gone way harder with it. I don't know if it's like too much too soon if they had gone harder with it, but...
0: You mean specifically like with relationships?
1: Well, with relationships and also just with, in general, how the pandemic affected people. It it showed a little bit of the isolation and a little bit of the mask wearing and hand sanitizing, but, and a little bit of New York being a ghost town, but it wasn't as like drastic as I think it was in real life.
3: Mm, I get you.
1: That that was my impression of it anyway.
0: Um, yeah. Look at you, Rachel. Running this show. Your topics, you know, we're at 42 minutes.
1: And I thought it was crazy that this is like almost exactly a year. Or if not exactly a year since I was first on your podcast.
0: That is about right. It, is about, it was like maybe before thanksgiving last year
1: it was after it was because we talked about the food
0: oh shit you're right you are right we Talked
1: about my grandma's pumpkin bread
0: Oh, what's that, th- <laughs> was that thing this year
1: no she didn't make it this year no yeah
0: hmm. that's pretty wild that um it's been a whole year since you've been on the show and you've just been on the show, so Goddamn much that you're fucking running shit
2: now,
1: apparently,
0: don't care for it. Not a fan,
2: hey, but the people like her voice. We gotta that give is, the people what they want.
0: that's true, Rachel. You are a fan favorite.
1: Aw, thanks, fans. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um,, well, okay, since we're in this section. so in this whole in this last year of you being on this podcast and getting your voice out there, like, what are some of your takeaways?
1: Um, It's been fun. I was really nervous for that first one. I didn't realize how much fun it would be. So thank you guys for having me. Yeah. And um, I've gotten exposed to more movies that I wouldn't have maybe seen otherwise. So that's been cool.
2: Me too. Honestly, on that one. Because a lot of stuff I wouldn't have watched if it wasn't for this podcast.
0: Mm. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: i feel similar even though i i usually tell y'all what movie to watch but i feel similar right (laughs) but okay so i'm looking at your episodes eight crazy nights then you did a best of worst of oh yeah the boy band con that was an interesting one uh i like that one yeah yeah because we didn't read we didn't do shit right (laughs) the unbearable weight of massive talent everything everywhere all at once the black phone edge of tomorrow that's that's one of my favorites because you know we were all together uh yeah. oh i forgot you were on the vengeance episode Um, uh, confess fletch mm-hmm. and then that holiday craziness yeah yeah
3: yeah look at you rachel
0: uh, Matt, what you been up to, my guy?
2: Um, I was able to watch the uh, TV show Pepsi. Where is my jet on Netflix?
0: Can you explain to me why that's some, a TV show and not a movie?
2: Um, because it's not enough content, and they had to stretch this thing out.
0: Um,
2: uh, it's not a, it's not enough for a movie. But like, it's, enough for, add... it's
0: enough for a TV show.
1: Yeah,
2: don't... it's only it, that's the it's opposite, like, man it's only four episodes where it's honestly, it could have been one episode actually, right. uh, but, a movie. but they strict no, like 30 minutes.
0: <laughs> okay. A short.
2: Yeah. Because the thing is, okay. I don't know if you guys remember Back back in the mid nineties, Pepsi run ran an ad where if you collect the points, you can get hoodies, t-shirts, jackets, things like that. Do you guys
0: remember that? Yes. I was okay, like you, you got to remember, uh, Ray- Rachel's
1: is yeah, right. a
2: right. lot younger than us. Sorry. <laughs> uh, okay, well, at the end of the commercial, they show a kid with a jet, and he's like, it's it's better than taking the bus. And it was like something ridiculous, like 7 million points, right? Now, everybody watching that knew that was a gag, and Pepsi's <laughs> not really giving you a hairier jet. But this 22-year-old college student was like, you know what? I won't the jet. It's legit. So, um, this is where the part where they stretch this out to where basically this, this guy um, like climbs mounds and stuff. And he linked up with this other mountain climber hippie type dude who has money. So basically at first he gets, he just tries to buy the Pepsi normally to collect these points, realize it wasn't enough. Drop the whole thing. But then He found like the small print in the back of the catalog where it was like, oh, you can purchase the points yourself, like 10 cents a point or something like that. Hmm. So then he talked to the hippie guy that he did climb mountains with um, and he was basically comes out to like $700,000 and they wanted him to basically pay for this. And the guy was like, well, okay, but what do we do with a jet? So he was like, can we even legally own a jet? so Mm. somehow this this guy got in contact with the pentagon and spoke to the guy was like hey can a civilian own a jet and basically he was like um i guess so probably with without the you know missiles guns and things like that so the next thing they were like all right once we do get this jet what are we going to do with it he was like oh we can give rides in it but then the guy was like you know there's only one seat in it so he was like oh well well we can um do um you know at festivals like those flyovers and things like that so they was like okay let's do it so the guy cuts the check for seven hundred thousand dollars they mail it into pepsi a couple months later pepsi was like here's your check back Ha-ha! here's a couple coupons for some free cases of pepsi <laughs> so, so then they were like no that that's not enough like the hippie guy like the whole time during this he was like Basically, I don't really care, but the main guy's name was um, John Leonard, okay? So uh, he was like, whatever John wants to do, I'll keep going forward. So then somehow, I forget which happened, either Pepsi sued them or they sued Pepsi. I forget which one happened first. But the point of the story is, they they meet with Pepsi's lawyers. They have a lawyer with John and the hippie guy. Pepsi writes a number. He was like, all right, so what do you guys really want? And John kept saying, I want the jet. And the lawyer's like, okay, what's the number? He was like, no, I want the jet. And then Pepsi was like, all right, wrote a number down, passed it to him. And John and the hippie guy go outside. They talk about the number. It was it, it was almost a million dollars, like $800,000, $900,000. Let me pause the story. Now you realize Pepsi gave them back their check. So as a point of this story, they have not spent any real money on this situation. I mean, so, basically, Pepsi. lawyers, Pepsi's, but yes. I mean, the lawyers, right. But Pepsi is basically saying, here's $800,000, $900,000. Go about your way. We are done here. The hippie guy, let me get his name real quick. Uh, Todd Hoffman, there we go. Todd Hoffman was like, hey, I think you should take the check, but it's up to you. They go back into the thing in the conference room. John rips up the check. It was like, no, I want the jet. <laughs> so at this point in the story, I'm just like, Oh my God, just take the fucking money, man. So then they hire a different lawyer. Honestly, I did not know this, but it's the lawyer that represented that porn star that went with Trump. Um, oh, what that lady's name. Jenna Jameson. No, not that one. Um, but you know the one I'm referring to Daniels Daniels there we go that one so the lawyer that represented her before represented this kid because he was new he wasn't even a lawyer yet he was still going to law school and that's when he was like we got to go in the office against Pepsi so they started going to news stations and everything saying hey there was no disclaimer on the on the commercial and everything else like that and how they really just want to give this kid a jet and everything but like the whole time I'm watching this it's like why did you think that uh, Pepsi would really give you a jet? Right. And then they brought up about how like people started defaming uh, John, like, oh, you're just like one of those. Remember the story back in the day where uh, the lady spilled McDonald's coffee on her? And she sued McDonald's because it was too hot.
0: Right. And then like the whole thing is like people are like, oh, yeah, you suing you suing Pepsi because the hot coffee spilled on you. But the point was it was hotter than it's supposed to be. Mm -hmm. that was the point of the suit but people don't want to get the full story
2: right and that's where it was on this one too where people are like were you just suing Pepsi to get money to where he was like they said I can get this jet I want this jet just like Bart Simpson I was just I
0: was waiting on you to fucking finish this before I brought this up where is my elephant
2: elephant right And basically that's exactly what this is is he wanted he kept wanting this elephant and um. Uh, long story short or sh- long story long story he does not end up with the jet he does not end up with this money and this legal battle they had for like 8 9 10 years whatever you got nothing out of it so then like they interviewed his mother and she was like well during this time she was like do whatever you want but at the end of the interview she was like yeah i wish he would have took that buddy and i was like exactly anybody with any common sense would have been like just take the money
0: who what who who was paying for the the lawyers?
2: Um, Todd Hoffman and some other people.
0: What? What the fuck? Why?
2: Because they were friends. They were all friends. this were all all
0: to bodies. lose. All this to lose.
2: Right. So it was just like I remember. I remember the ad. I remember like the guy doing it. I didn't remember the outcome. And I'm watching this the whole time. I'm just like. Man, just take the money. What are you doing? You where, know damn well Pepsi was not going to give you a jet.
0: Where the fuck is Pepsi going to get a jet from? Exactly. Right. That's that's what you really need to be asking. It's like the U.S. military is not selling anybody a jet.
2: Right. And then like they even did the math. It was like he looked it up to see how much a jet actually cost. And it was like two, three, four million dollars. So he was like, oh, only seven hundred thousand dollars. That's a good deal on a jet. And I was just like. And I don't even, and I see the thing about it, I don't even know if this dude has a pilot's license. Todd Hoffman, the, the, the rich kippy guy, he know he has a pilot's license. This, the, the John guy, he don't have a license. So I'm like, what is this thing about you really want this jet? And it was like, I, I get it. Like, like you said about the coffee was too hot type of thing, or it's the principle of it and things like that. And then even like Pepsi later on, uh, during this time, they changed the number from 7 million to like. 7 billion points on the ad on the commercial then they changed it again it was like just kidding or something like that because they knew they fucked up but mm-hmm. that's but still why did you think Pepsi was going to give you a jet yeah
0: it's that white man uh, entitlement
2: right it was just like only watched it to, at the end like when I was watching it I was interested intrigued But then once he kept focused on like he really wanted this jet and they started going through all the stuff to get to it, Mm -hmm. I was rooting against him. And I was like, I hope he gets nothing and And he he doesn't get nothing. (laughs) So let me ask you guys a question. When is the last time you made a new friend that was not at work and it was not in a relationship?
0: Uh, I like how you threw that in there, Matt. Oh, uh, I mean, an actual friend?
2: Yes, an actual, like, a good friend that you didn't meet at work, and it was not something off a relationship. How
0: the fuck, how do adults meet, friend, meet people, though, if not at work?
1: I've made, like, How? Like, through events on Facebook and stuff.
0: Oh, that's right. You are a, a little social person, Rachel.
1: Sometimes.
0: That is, yeah, that is
2: that is I guess that's the modern way. Um, yeah, I I got nothing, Matt. Yeah, neither because I realized I can't remember the last time I had a, I met a new friend that was not at work mm-hmm. or anything like that. But so my son is in uh, sports and stuff, so you know while the kids are out there playing sports, you know the parents chit chat and talk. So we chit chat and talk with this one couple. Um, then um, we were supposed to go to. Thanksgiving we didn't feel like cooking so we was going to go to a buffet on that day or whatever so Wednesday before Thanksgiving my son had practice and we we're talking to this couple again and they were like oh no you don't need to go uh to a buffet or go like this come to our house and we was like mm. well my wife was like yeah and I was like mm, I gotta think this over we gotta let you know because.'" I don't know them, you know, right. the small chick chats at practice and everything else like that. My son really wanted to go to play with their son and I'm less like, you know, it's it's the day before Thanksgiving and you know how like people take food seriously. You know, I just didn't know where they were from to know what type of food they would provide and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um but uh, found out they're from um like the the Wife is uh like Japanese and Hawaiian Ooh. and he is from um Guam mm. so I guess Guamanian if that's a word I don't know
0: I can't. Right.
2: but all that to say, we went over there had a very good time food was great um um other people was there it wasn't just us where they um they had some chicken adobo, which is a Filipino dish which uh is amazing um we got there at we didn't leave till like 1145 jeez yeah it was a good time and I thought about you because they were like oh you know what we should play some board games and I was like ah that's right up Chaz Alley
0: (laughs) what'd y'all play what'd y'all play
2: man this fucking game is amazing I sent you the picture but I don't remember the name of it now because I want to buy it it's called a minute ago It's called Shifty Eye Spies. You have like little place markers on the table of different like locations, like a bookstore, a cafe, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And also, you have a character all on the table. So, you draw a card for a location and a character. So, say if I pull your character, because it's like a spy game, you don't want other people to know. So, in order for me to get your attention, for me to tell, for you to tell me the location in your that you have. I have to wink at you. Mm, okay. But but if somebody else sees you winking, then they can throw a little thing, flag on a plate type of thing, and you have to redo it. So it's just funny, like seven, eight people trying to hide winking at somebody or the person you're trying to wink at is not actually looking at you. So you got to get their attention. It, it was a blast. I, I had fun. Okay.
1: What if you're bad at winking?
0: Are you, you bad at lose winking? this game. Rachel are you bad at winking
2: do you know how to wink
1: I feel like I am bad at it but I don't know for sure
2: all right no back to the jokes so- about making friends so then it was like uh you know we talk about sports together we talk about anime and then all this other stuff so I told my wife I was like oh, I think I might I think I might like him I think we might we we could be friends and you know we was drinking and everything at their house. And then like later on that night, his wife was basically say the same thing. He was like, oh, I like bad and everything else like that. Maybe we could be friends. So it's like first time at making a friend as an adult without no work or anything else like that. So that's a story how I made new friends.
0: So far, so good. That's good to hear.
2: And then we went back over to their house last night <laughs> and then, so then leave it till Saturday. almost midnight Saturday.
0: Okay. That's yeah. really funny.
2: Right. So, I mean, like you said, honestly, if it wasn't for the kids, it wasn't for kids, I don't know how to make any friends if it's not outside of Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of kids, Chad, what you been watching on Netflix?
0: Okay. Um,
3: Because
2: kids like Netflix. They do? Yeah.
0: Okay. Um, so picking up from last week, I finished Dark, the series. So it's three seasons total. And uh, I finished seasons two and three, and it's really good. Um, but I don't know if I would be very selective in who I recommend it to. Um like the first thing Ele- against, elaborate. The first thing against it is it is it's a German show, so like it's not in English. And, you know, dubs are terrible on um, Netflix. So you it would be best to watch it in the original German. So that's that's not a plus for a lot of people. But it's like very confusing in that um, you're following at minimum three different timelines of the same people. But at different times in their life or sometimes two people, depending on how old they are. Right. And so there's different actors playing these people. And you're like, oh, wait, who is that as a kid? And it's like the 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 whole point is like the family tree. So then you're like, okay, okay, okay. You're who's who is your father? Who is your mama? And like all that, all those pieces. And like by the end of season two, like my head was just hurting of like just trying to remember who these people are. And then, light spoilers, season three, they introduce alternate dimensions. And so, in season so it just
2: adds more to it <laughs> right
0: and then so in season three I was genuinely started like so I was I I, I kind of alluded I, was I talking to you about dark season three Rachel Um,
1: not a whole lot I don't
0: think okay it must have been one of my other women but um <laughs> So I I was getting a little bit annoyed that like I'm like fuck we're we're in a, a new dimension. I gotta learn how these new characters act and these new characters aren't with aren't in relationships with the same fucking people as the original universe. But there was one scene that was really funny that I that like gave me like hope for the se- the this new season. It's um in the original dimension, this man it was married to this woman and he has he had an affair with this woman that he grew up with that had a crush on him but they didn't start hooking up until um they were adults and in the main universe they first had enough they first like had sex like at his anniversary party like outside in the shed and like my my whole thing with like tv shows and sex spontaneous sex is like nobody wearing condoms right and so in the alternate universe, when they had sex in that shed, he got her pregnant and he ended up leaving his wife. And so the um, she is suspecting him of like cheating on her, even though he cheated on her with somebody else. And so she goes to see um his wife and she's like, oh, hey, I was just coming by to see if, you know, your ex-husband dropped something off for you all's kids and she's like why would he drop something off and then it's just like that slow realization that the original like the original wife realizes that she thinks her husband is cheating on her and like that like that slow like smile but she's like keeping it cool i'm like i really like that that's funny but as a whole i was just like i don't <laughs> i'm really annoyed that we are introducing these new things on the final season and like we have uh, uh, so much time left why are we doing this? And like it kept cutting back to the alternate universe people living their lives. And I'm like, why are you giving time for this? Uh-huh. So that was annoying. Like overall, the show is good. Like if I were to rate the show as a whole, I would give it a four out of five. It's really good. Uh, a lot to keep track of. Um, I feel like we, it got a little bit messy in that third season when we introduced alternate dimensions, but it's a it's a really solid show.
1: So if you took out the third season, would it still be four out of five? Or would it be
0: sadly there is a point to the alternate dimension stuff? Cause like the whole point of the show is like um everything that has happened will happen and has happened before. So like there are like people that are like elderly because they mm. there are people there are some characters that um have interacted with their past selves because they're trying to change the course of time. So like the whole point of the show is like meddling with time and like you need the other dimension to like have a way in, in which to stop this like the cycle so sadly it like my only thing is like we didn't need to cut away to these people's lives as much because it's like okay we get it like let's let's get to the high level stuff we don't need to be on the ground here about this fucking affair business because like in the grand scheme of things that doesn't matter Uh okay yeah but um, also I bought an Apple TV off of some old lady off of a Facebook Marketplace. Um, I don't, I didn't need it. Like it was a good price, but I didn't need it. Like my Roku works fine, and I'm gonna be honest, I'm not a huge fan of the Apple TV. Now that why is that? So hold on, I got some notes here. Um, where are my notes at? All right, here we go. So I'm gonna do, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you my pros. So pro i really like the multitasking so like um i could be in youtube and then if i hit um the home button and i start up something on netflix and i watch some netflix for a couple hours i could just double tap the home button and just like on your phone on your iphone you go back to the app i go back to youtube and it's playing exactly where it was paused i think that's really cool um, you got seamless connection with your airPods. So like if you're watching some unless you change your settings on your phone like if, let's say you're watching something on your um on your on your phone and then like um, maybe you um, get on your i iP- get on your um, your your computer and um, something like a, maybe an ad with sound comes on and your phone your your computer will just switch the airPods to the computer audio and i find that annoying but like if you connect your airpods to the to the apple tv and you're playing with your phone it's not going to switch so i think that's cool um i like the idea of a rechargeable remote and also like the apple tv has picture in picture which is cool but not all the apps support it so picture in picture So, like, let's say you're watching something on Apple TV, and uh, if you tap, if you go up, and then it's, like, the icon, like, all the way to the right, it's, like, to the right, um, it'll have what's playing on Apple TV, like, the app Apple TV, in, like, a little box. And then you can, like, have something else going. But not a lot of apps support that. So, it's cool in theory, but in practice, not so much. Matt's gonna do a live test for us. Just play anything.
2: <clears> all right. Netflix is on.
0: No. Apple. The Apple app. Oh. Because not not all the apps support it. That's the problem.
2: All right. They're on Mythic Quest. All right. Now you say go up.
0: Yeah, and then you should see like three icons, like one of which is the sound. What whatever one's right. on the right.
2: Oh oh okay yeah it minimizes just like your phone so you can do other stuff oh okay yeah Yeah, so that's cool
0: in theory but it's like what are you really gonna do with that right so cons i feel like the unit user interface is a little basic
2: yeah that's true
0: yeah um and also i feel like the remote is some bullshit it's close to me so i'm sorry audio listeners um but okay so this is the apple tv remote and then this is the roku remote and like i just like how like the roku remote's a little bit fatter it feels better in the hand in my opinion um on the side of the roku remote or the volume buttons i feel like that's a much better place than here like on the front um i don't know i just like the button layout a lot better i feel like I just don't think this is a good remote. Like, this feels too thin. It feels like if I squeeze hard enough, I'm going to break it.
2: Right. And it's not um like smooth or whatever. It's like a little block.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It just doesn't feel great in the hand. And um, I, I actually talked to somebody about this and they told me how to not make it a thing. But like, you know how, like, if you're listening to music on your, um, if you don't mess around with your watch, if you have an Apple watch. And you don't mess around with the settings. Like if you're playing music, it'll automatically have like the player controls on your watch, like where Uh you can pause music or whatever. So I had to do something on my watch, but it would do that when I watch, when I play stuff on the Apple TV. So Mm -hmm. like it'd be like, oh yeah, the player controls, I can pause my Netflix or whatever, which is cool in theory once more. But I have a small child that, you know, I don't even realize it. And like she'll like turn the screen off on my on my watch. Cause you know, mm-hmm. she you know, climbing, climbing on me and stuff. So like we had her YouTube show on, and then it's like it would just go to the to the home screen. And I'm like, oh, because you were like climbing on me and shit. Right. But I learned how to turn that off. So like overall, this is not something that um I, I'm glad I didn't play full price for it um i am gonna like play around with it a little bit more excuse me but for me personally i like the roku better but um when i get more tvs i'll already have a streaming box for it (laughs) also um i finished up andor uh i know rachel's been watching it um i recommend the show matt but um, me personally, I feel like the show peaked after the sixth episode. How many like, episodes were there? Twelve. Okay. Uh, the show, the, in my opinion, the show is really good. But like, um, so like the the sh- what's neat about the show is like um, every couple episodes is his own little arc. So one through three is his own arc and four through six is his own arc. And I feel like the arc four through six is the best one, in my opinion, because it's like a heist. So like Mm, episode four, he's meeting the people that he's going to do the heist with and they don't trust him because like they're a few days away from the heist and they're like, who the fuck is this dude? We don't know if we can fucking trust you. And in episode five, they're going through like, all right, here's the plan. Here's what we're going to do. But we still don't fucking trust you. And then episode six is the actual heist. And it's like. This is genuinely. It's been a long time since I watched something, and I'm literally on the edge of my seat. I can't breathe because I'm like, any if anything goes wrong, y'all all dead. Like, there's a part where like one person in on the plan is talking to somebody that's not in on the plan, but like he's not like somebody that they're stealing from. He's a third party, and like he gives he gives the dude a look, and you're like oh shit is he about to tell on them like it's just like so many factors happening and it's just like you don't breathe you don't you don't like catch your breath until like the heist is over but then some shit still happens after that where you like i thought what what why why are you doing this right now sir or ma'am who knows who knows who
2: knows
0: (laughs) (laughs) but uh but the other little arcs were pretty good like um the finale was good and um somebody says a speech basically about how like we got to stop letting the empire like walk all over us and like i'm not gonna lie i was i was tearing up when she was making that speech and i was like yes but i don't know I, i personally feel like it ended on a whimper the Mm series the the season but um overall the series is really good in my opinion if you are tired of like oh yeah star wars pow 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 that's all this is just some silly shit like this this is a this is adult star wars like where there's action and stuff but like the writing is like this is probably the best writing in all of star wars
2: your enthusiasm for uh episode six has got me intrigued so i'll watch it off your based off your enthusiasm about the high stuff so i'll watch it
0: i appreciate you and real talk if you just want to watch those three episodes (laughs) (laughs) and make your mind up if you want to go from there okay um yeah um i'm sorry so what were your thoughts on it rachel
1: i mean overall i thought it was good i think it kind of like Ab didn't float a little bit too much for me. Like I wish it was. I don't know. For me personally, like I thought it could have been more consistent. Like the first couple episodes, I was like not really into it, and then the third one, I was like, oh, I'm really into it, and then that kind of happened a couple times throughout the season for me.
0: Yeah, because so, like the the whole thing is like these are mini arcs. Like really, what they could have yeah. did was like had three episodes on every month, like. Here, here. We're gonna have all three. The first three episodes, we're putting these on the first Friday of the month, and then next month you get the next three. Cause it's like I agree. Cause it's like they're they're all their own mini season.
1: Yeah. Well, I just wish there was a little bit more going on. And like, I know they're setting it up for that third episode payoff, but Mm -hmm. I kind of wish there was a little bit more in the couple episodes leading up to that, just to keep my attention a little bit more.
0: No, I get you. I get you.
1: Yeah, but otherwise, I thought it was really good. Um, I mean, I, as you know, I kept thinking, like, oh, is this the ending? Is this the ending? Like, I right. feeling like it was going to be ending, and then it didn't. And I mean, I'm glad it didn't, because I liked, like, seeing the story play out. But... um yeah so overall i think it was solid i just wish it was a little bit more consistent Mm -hmm. in some of the other episodes too
0: yeah i always found it funny like at the end of like episode six she was like wow that was some good stuff well um i hope they get a season two i'm like well there's six more episodes rachel you're like oh okay okay and then she'd be like oh man At, at the episode nine that was that was some good stuff I hope they get a season two. I'm like Rachel. The, the, we we still got a couple more, dude. And then it's like episode eleven. She was like, "Hmm, well, that's an interesting way to end the season." Rachel, we got one more episode. What are <laughs> you? <laughs> yeah. But no, I get you. uh Did either of you watch the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special?
3: I did
2: not. No. I forgot that it was I didn't even know I saw the trailer but I forgot that it was out
0: me personally I didn't like it um, <clears throat> it's so what immediately turned me off is like I personally like musicals but I don't always like movies with music in them Is if that, if that makes sense mm-hmm. so like there were like a couple of times where like people were like performing in the band and like we're just watching them perform and like little light stuff is happening like mm-hmm. but not really like it it's it's not like it's pushing the force the the movie the the movie forward it's just like this person's singing and we're doing wacky stuff while they're singing but it means nothing and so like that was kind of annoying uh also kevin bacon is in it and he like has a whole song called at the end of the movie, and I'm like, is he one of these celebrities with a band? Is that is that what's happening here? Is that why he's here? <laughs> does he sing? He sings or- in the movie, uh, oh. in the show, whatever. I'm, But I'm like, does he have a band? Like, is he one of those celebrities? <laughs> huh. But also, I just... I don't know. It was a little annoying, because it was another thing that was kind of annoying to me, and I'm also going to spoil something after this, is that... um. Um, what's Batista's the character's name?
3: Oh uh,
0: Drax? That's that right. Yeah,
2: Drax. Yeah.
0: yeah. Drax and Mantis come to Earth to kidnap Kevin Bacon. And people are seeing them walk down the street and they're freaking out. And I'm like, this is in a post-blip world where you're aware of like Thanos and shit. And it's like it didn't feel like the freaking out where it was like, oh, man, are you another Thanos? Because also, like, technically they're Avengers, right?
2: right? Right. But
0: it felt like, a, oh, no, aliens. I don't I've never seen that before. That's how that's what it felt like. And I'm mm. like, we're past that shit. We are right. fucking past that shit in this universe. Like yeah. if fucking rocket raccoon is walking down the street and he's having a conversation with people. That's normal. That's normal to y'all. Right. Yeah. Sounding like that, but um apparent oh,
2: also to answer your question, yes, Kevin Bacon is in a band.
0: What is it called?
2: Well, he formed a band with his brother called the Bacon, the Bacon Brothers, <laughs> and they also sing sings with a band called Old 97s.
0: Yes, yes, yes. That that they're in the movie. Because they're in the credits.
2: Oh, okay. So yeah.
0: So it's his band. Okay. Um, so apparently uh star lord and mantis are siblings so kurt russell is both of their fathers
1: um
2: is this something that we should already know or this is this this is a discovered in this
0: movie so that was the thing because i i was like did they? Did I forget that story point from um, right. <laughs> from Guardians Two? But apparently, only Drax knew. And um, our friend, friend of the show, Match, she watched it, and I text her, and I was like, "Did d- did I not? Did I miss something?" She's like, "No, I-, I think that was just introduced here." And I'm like, "That's a weird place to introduce that information." Yeah, like they didn't really do yeah. anything with it. Like at the start of it, Peter didn't know. And then she wanted to kidnap Kevin Bacon for her for him. And then when that you know went tits up, she was like, "Oh hey, by the way, I'm your sister." And they hug. The end. It's not good in my opinion. It's not good. And it was very Christmas heavy. Like it's called the Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special, but they lean really hard into Christmas. Uh-huh. And I felt like the energy that they were trying to produce was the Star Wars holiday special. Are you guys familiar with that? No. Mm-mm. So it came out in Star Wars, the original Star Wars came out in 77. And I believe the holiday special came out in on NBC in 78. And for the longest time, George Lucas like did everything he could to like destroy the existence of that movie of that TV special. Because it's really bad. It's really fucking bad. But the whole thing was like they were trying to get um Chewie home so that he could celebrate Life Day with his family, which you know is their Christmas insert. But it wasn't Christmas, so they were like, "This is the Star Wars Holiday Special." But mm-hmm. like the Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special is about Christmas, so I'm like, right, so it, could, yeah, just could
1: call it. been called
0: Christmas,
1: right? But I feel so like- now. Oh sorry, Rachel. Oh, I was just saying growing up, like I felt like I feel like a lot of places did that. Like at school they called it like the holiday party, but it was really the Christmas party. Like the holiday songs, but really Christmas songs. Say
2: if I never watched this and we did not have this conversation. Mm-hmm. And um uh, is this this is this a standalone thing? But uh, I guess not, since they introduced Quill and Mantis being brother and sister. But uh, so, if somebody who did not watch this, and then the next, they continue on with the rest of the Marvel stuff, this would not be a uh... like. For example, if you have a, a new person watch Marvel, are you going to have them watch this because you know they need to know all this information
0: to go forward? I wouldn't, and I bet that. This is gonna come up the the sibling thing will come up in Guardians three like mm. probably more naturally mm, okay, so I don't really feel like this is um this is something that needs to be shown and also like it was it was I saw like when I started I hit pause and it said it's it's like forty five minutes long so I'm like guaranteed this is gonna air on TV next month
2: okay. Cool, then I'll just wait to see it. No, or don't, if whenever i like, don't oh, whenever it. I think about it. Oh, okay.
0: I, I personally wouldn't recommend it.
2: Right. Well, you know me, I don't really like singing anyway. So, well,
0: your... yeah. Well, like I said, it's like, I really want to fast forward through those parts. But I was like, is something important going to happen during these songs <laughs> No. Okay. Right. But um, hey, he, he got his band off the ground. So, whatever. Um. All right. Were you guys ready to push through? Yes. This week we discuss The Gentleman I want you to imagine a character Your boss,
3: Mickey Pearson Sweet Mary Jane is my vice You're out of touch
2: And I would like you to consider an offer I am not for sale The plot begins to thicken Now I can't be specific about the heroes and zeros but our protagonist is a hungry animal. There is a
0: lot of money hanging in the balance. Our antagonist explodes on the scene like a millennial firework and has indirectly started a war. I think you need to see this, boss. What's
2: the one of my phone? How do
3: they
0: find it? Rachel, hit, hit us with that description.
1: Oh, is it written? No, Rachel. Oh, I have to do it on my own?
0: Just just free ball it.
1: Okay. So the gentleman is about this guy who is trying to sell his marijuana business. And um everyone, it kind of stirs up trouble and people are competing to earn his trust to sell them the business instead. And um yeah hijinks ensue
0: hijinks Sue. <laughs> so before we get into like the descriptions and stuff um why did you pick this movie
1: um i genuinely thought that you guys would have fun with it so that's why i picked it
0: all right let me roll back when you've been asking me to watch this movie for some time why yeah. did you want me to watch it then
1: yeah because I thought you would like it.
0: <laughs> that's all.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair that that is my sole reason for choosing this movie. I thought you guys would both like it and have fun with it. Um I was a little worried because I hadn't seen it in a while, and I mm-hmm. re-watched it for, you know, this episode, and I was like second guessing it because I always do that. but I really thought you guys would enjoy it, Matt, what did you think of the gentleman?
3: I
2: thought it was stupid. Um, now I just play it. I like this movie. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. Uh um, uh, I like Matthew McConaughey. I really like I don't know what Henry, his name the guy. Henry. From the Sons of-
0: Henry Go. Oh, oh, not Henry From Sons, from,
2: from Sons of Anarchy. Um, um what the guy is with the name? glasses.
0: What is yeah. his name, Rachel? Uh, Charlie Hunnam
2: yes i there's something about guys when they're like calm and cool and they're like as they do stuff like that's why i like both of their characters because they're both calm but then you know when shit is the fan they do their thing um i like the at first i didn't like the i don't like going back to do in time telling a story but i like the way they did it here with uh the journalist guy explaining everything to him. We're going back, um, to see how it was. Uh, I like the twists and turns. Um, yeah, all the way through, I thought like those guys videotaping themselves, putting on some YouTube. I was like, Of course, that's some 2022 stuff. Let me go commit these crimes and then put it on YouTube. That and was my
0: favorite part. And I'm <laughs> like, This, this shit kind of go a little bit. I'm like, <laughs> Okay. <laughs>
2: uh yeah so i enjoyed that like all around I, I uh i enjoyed this movie i was like damn why didn't i watch this when this came out and stuff like that Um, uh, but no overall i really enjoyed it
0: yeah I, same here i enjoyed it too like um like i said like, like i said when you just mentioned it that music video part where i'm like oh oh god i'm here for this like now, to be fair, I, I am an American, so I'm not trying to listen to British rap. But in this specific context, I'm with you, sir. I am not <laughs> going to look up who you are. Um, like, yeah, the cast was on point. I really like how they told the story. Um, I will say I wasn't a fan of um, Jeremy Strong, the guy, <laughs> the Jewish tech billionaire. um i didn't really care for like why are you playing this character effeminate
1: oh yeah Um,
0: like that felt a little weird mostly because i'm like i know how you actually sound so like Mm -hmm. this 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 acting choice feels weird but okay also like how horny hugh 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 grant was what are we doing i love that
2: i i I thought that was hilarious where he was like
1: uh (laughs) What, what can, did he say? No, uh, oh. Charlie
0: Hunnam was like, I'm going to bed. And he's like, can I come with you?
1: Yeah, <laughs> so like that. Yeah. <laughs> he did a lot of little clips like that.
0: Um, but yeah. also, like, as soon as this movie started and it was like, this is a Miramax film. I was like, wait, what? Because um, <laughs> of um, Harvey Weinstein. And then oh. at the end of the movie when uh, Hugh Grant is trying to sell the movie to Miramax and they had like a fucking fake ass Harvey Weinstein behind the desk I was like, what is happening in this movie? <laughs> this came out at a time when y'all knew better. Right. Uh, but no, I liked it. Also my, last 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 thing: Why was Henry Golden out here trying to rape the wife? What the fuck yeah. was that?
2: right that, and that was unexpected because you thought that just killer were like that but when he bent her over the table i was like oh he wallet out here i was like oh. cuz there was no parts in this where he was like
0: yeah yeah
2: for him to do that it was just be just a killer but then he was like he was going to do that and i was like oh he wallet
0: I'm like, sir, this is this. What are we doing here, sir?
2: <laughs> right.
0: But I thought that scene was hilarious when uh, she pulled out that tiny gun and she was like, "What the fuck is that?" And she's like, "Not uh, the the." Uh, I think Henry Gold was like, "That's a paperweight," and she's yeah. like, I, "Yeah, yeah." I, I love that scene. But yeah, this this movie was excellent. Um, good choice, yeah. Rachel.
1: Yeah, I'm glad you guys liked it. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I liked it too. Um, I think the second time around, it wasn't as good as the first time around. Because um, you knew
0: what to expect.
1: Me. Well, but it had been so long, I kind of remembered and kind of didn't. So some of the stuff was like, some of the stuff was still unexpected, but it wasn't as unexpected as I remembered it being like some of the stuff um I could kind of guess more Mm -hmm. I don't know if it's because I'd seen it before or just because I could I don't know no I get what you're saying I I get what you're saying yeah but um but yeah I I still think it's fun I think it's hilarious that Hugh Grant actually like his character actually wrote a script and was actually pitching it at the end i thought the acting was really good for the most part i thought hugh grant actually played a character that was different from like his other characters he's played in many.
0: leading man and shit
1: yeah mm-hmm. like, i really liked the change for him um i um i wasn't sure about some of the comments if they like were borderline racist on the second watch
0: um yeah like uh, I, yeah. most of the stuff with that the, when referring to the asian characters yes
2: and yeah. <laughs> yeah, when, when, when he called him when um he was like he called him a a black cunt and he was like wait that's racist he was like oh no you are you are black and you are a cunt he was like no he's like and then they had the whole scene about them trying to decide yeah. if it was racist or not right yeah it was a lot of stuff in there yeah yeah, I'm like
0: so I don't I don't know if you should be exploring these topics Guy Ritchie but okay. Right.
1: <laughs> right. That that's why on the second watch I was like, "Oh, maybe this wasn't as kind of a choice. <laughs> <laughs> but um but I still overall liked the movie and I thought it was fun the second time around too. So there and you catch little stuff that you don't catch the first time or that you don't remember from the first time. So
0: um, what do you guys think the riding tomatoes was on this movie? Hmm. Actually, actually also pause. I don't know what the fuck I did this trivia. This should have been Rachel's job.
2: Next person that, that I was, that's all I was I was waiting for her to take the lead, and you took the lead on this part. So I was like, Oh, okay, maybe she was just gonna do the beginning.
0: This is a beta test. Next person to get 10, they're about to get some fucking work in. <laughs> All right, what do um, y'all think the right but, to is.
2: Um, I want to assume I'm based it solely off me and I, everybody revolves around me. Since mm-hmm. I never heard about this movie, Um, I want to say a lot of people didn't. So I'm going to say a
3: 70. Ooh, I'm, I'm going to say well,
1: something in the 80s.
0: 75 with an 84% audience score. Oh.
2: That's very low, in my
0: opinion. No, I agree. This is quite good. Um,
2: I, it gave me the feeling of, like, I don't know, I guess guys in suits and an English accent and a spy thing gave me vibes of the outfit, which I love the outfit. Mm. Um, yeah, that's one to point that out. Yeah, I
0: guess the kind of swipe at guy, Richie, though, like how many times has he made this movie, though?
2: Um, give me an example.
0: The bulk of his movies are gangster shit, like Snatch. This is Snatch is one movie, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. That's another one, Rock and Roller, um, other shit. Cause I don't have his filmography up, but it's like his whole bread and butter are these gangster movies. And even when he's not making a gangster movie, he's making a gangster movie. Like he did that uh, remake of King Arthur. Where uh-huh. fucking yeah. Arthur was basically a gangster in medieval times. Um, Aladdin, like live action Aladdin. Um,
1: Wasn't Aladdin, okay, yeah. Aladdin kind of a departure for him.
0: That shit felt very Guy Ritchie in the beginning, like during um, "One Jump Ahead of the Brett Line. What is that? Um, what's that song called?
1: Oh, I don't remember the title, but I know what you're talking about.
0: Street Rat or whatever. Uh, that mm-hmm. felt very Guy Ritchie. That whole sequence, in my opinion. Um, he he did the two fucking Sherlock Holmes movies with Robert Downey Jr. Oh, yeah, I liked those. So it's like a lot of the same shit. So he's good at this. So I feel like he had to kind of mix it up and like tell the story out of order, just cause like. What the fuck else can I do to tell the same goddamn story? Um, So I had a little, f- well, I wouldn't say fun. But in the movie, the woman that played Laura Pressfield has a famous father. Y'all y'all remember Laura, the one that was in the, the drug house?
1: Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, yeah.
0: So in real life, she has a famous father that appeared in one of Guy Ritchie's early movies. Who is her father? Is it Jason Statham who was is it Jason Statham, Sting, Brad Pitt, or Benicio Del Toro?
2: I have no idea what none of these people's kids look like.
0: That's the so, thing though. That's the thing. We don't know what any of these motherfuckers' kids look like. And then like one some of their kids are actually famous and shit, you know? Like you're like, right. oh, who's that girl in that uh in that euphoria show? Oh yeah, that's so and so's daughter. Like, what?
3: Right. <laughs>
2: So then I will say, what's the second person you said?
0: Sting. Sting? So Jason let's go, Statham.
2: Let's go, let's go
0: with Sting. Okay. Jason Statham, Sting, Brad Pitt, or Benicio Del Toro?
1: I'm going to guess the last one. Benicio? Yeah.
0: So Matt, you're right with your guess of Sting. That's oh. his daughter. <laughs>
1: uh.
0: All right.
1: Good job, Matt.
0: Yes. Good guessing. Shot in the dark. Pow. All right. So in October 2020, Guy Ritchie announced he is writing a TV miniseries based on this movie. Don't know why. Yeah. (laughs) Though though never mentioned in the movie, fans found an Easter egg revealing Fletcher's first name is Peter. Uh, And lastly, at twenty six thirty nine, it is shown that the name of the vehicle styling and body shop that Rosalind owns, who's Matthew McConaughey's character's wife, is called Thick Wheels. Thick spelling t thick spelled t h c wheels. So a nice fun oh. fun play on words because t h c is a main component in cannabis.
3: Gosh. Yes.
0: But also thick like that ass. <laughs> But all right, it is always a pleasure, Rachel, when you come on. And um, I just appreciate you um, this last year of you appearing on the show. You've always been a very reliable person that could come in and you know give us a, a decent show. So thank you so much.
1: Thanks for yes, having
2: me. I, I repeat those sentiments. Thank you so much.
0: And thank you for listening. Please rate, like, and review our podcast on your platform of choice. If you have any feedback, please email us at we used to talk pod at gmail.com. Like our Facebook page. We used to talk about this at work. And follow us on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at weusedtotalkpod. I have no idea what we're talking about next week, but Matt and I will figure it out. And you'll you'll find out when we find out shit.
2: And like always, I don't know if this was a good episode. I don't know if it was a bad episode. But whatever you think about it, talk about it at work. Thank you for listening.